As long as anyone could remember, the men in Lafayette's family had ridden off to war, their fine horses prancing and snorting, the family banner flapping in the breeze. Gilbert de Lafayette was the last of his line, and as a child he heard the stories of his gallant ancestors again and again. His father, a colonel in the French Grenadiers, had been killed by an English cannon during the Seven Years' War. Three centuries earlier, another Lafayette had fought the English as a companion in arms of Joan of Arc. Gilbert never knew his father. When he was born on September 6, 1757, Colonel Lafayette was away at war. The colonel never returned. Gilbert was barely two years old when he inherited the family titles and became Seigneur Marie-Joseph-Paul-Yves-Roch-Gilbert du Motier, Marquis de Lafayette, Baron de Vissac, and feudal lord of Chavagnac, Saint-Romain, Aix, and numerous other places. After Colonel Lafayette's death, Gilbert's mother moved to Paris to play an active role in the life of the royal court. Madame Lafayette thought it essential to start forming the connections her son would need when he was ready to take his own place at court. She returned home only during summers, at the end of each Paris social season. Gilbert was left in the care of his grandmother, his two aunts, and his private tutor. He spent a lonely childhood in the family's fortress-like chateau, perched on a hill overlooking the red tile roofs of Chavagnac, a village of a few hundred inhabitants. His only friend and playmate was a girl, his cousin Marie, who was a year older. It wasn't possible to make friends with the village children. Gilbert, after all, was the feudal lord of Chavagnac, the ranking nobleman for miles around, and peasant children kept a respectful distance. When he walked through the village, the boys silently lifted their hats to him, and the girls curtsied. Their elders did the same. Chavagnac was a quiet place, hidden in the hills of the remote province of Auvergne, several days' ride from Paris by horse and carriage along dusty, bumpy roads. The Lafayette Chateau, a massive stone building flanked on both sides by towers, had so many rooms that Gilbert wasn't sure which was the one he'd been born in. In many of those rooms, his worthy ancestors gazed down at him from dark oil paintings. Gilbert was eight years old during the winter of 1765, when a fearsome beast came out of the forest of Givaudin, killed cattle, attacked people, and even, it was rumored, ran off with little children. It was a huge, savage, and terrible creature, people said, and as the winter wore on, it grew larger and more frightening in the minds of the villagers and became known as the Beast of Givaudin. Famous hunters came to bag it. The king sent his most experienced gamekeepers after it, but the animal eluded all its pursuers. As lord of Chavagnac, Gilbert looked upon the beast as his personal foe.
He imagined himself coming across the animal during one of his walks. He would attack it with his bare hands and drag it back to the village by its tail, proving himself a worthy descendant of his illustrious ancestors. My heart pounded when I heard of the beast, he recalled, and the hope of meeting it made my walks very exciting. Fortunately, that hope was never realized. The beast was finally killed by one of the king's hunters. It turned out to be nothing more than a big wolf. Gilbert was eleven when his mother returned from Paris and told him he was now old enough to join her in the capital and begin his education as a gentleman. On the morning they departed, he climbed into the coach beside his mother and stared out the window as they drove slowly down the hill.